Welcome to Elevate Podcast, the fastest way to elevate your life. Brought to you by elevatebooks.com. Hello and welcome to another one of our Elevate Podcast. My name is Benjamin J. Harvey, the Difference Maker Mentor. And once again, we have the pleasure of interviewing an international best-selling author from the Elevate series. Now, if you want to find out more about them or any of the other authors in the Elevate series, be sure to check out elevatebooks.com forward slash authors, where you'll actually find a bunch of additional information and plenty of highly valuable and free, that's free resources you can download immediately to further assist you in elevating all areas of your life. So today we're speaking with Alice Ntobezi. Now, Alice, for those of you who have not met her before, is uh, the founder and director of Personal Success and Development. She's a psychologist, a certified life coach, and an international best-selling author. Her areas of interest include emotional intelligence, cognitive neuroscience, personal growth, and human potential. For over 10 years, she's worked in clinical settings, including public mental health services in Australia, and also as a mental health specialist for an employment service. Currently, she works in her private practice and coaching business. She has a considerable interest in understanding human behavior. She believes that the process of personal development is important for anyone who is considering their aim in life and wants to set goals and maximize their potential. She assists individuals to find answers and solutions to their life's obstacles. She has experimented with a wide range of transformational techniques, and has studied numerous success principles. She likes learning about what motivates and energizes people, and she is here today to speak with us. So please welcome Alice. Hello. Hello, Ben. How are you going? I'm good. Welcome good. to the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. I, I, I've been waiting with bated breath to have this conversation, so I'm excited to, to be here with you now. Yeah. So you, you've... Uh, International best-selling author, changing people's lives all over the place, setting up your own business, uh, personalsuccessdevelopment.com.au, and going out there and making a difference. For for the people who who haven't, you know, known who you are, or maybe they've got a copy of your book, Elevate Your Life in Their Hands, and they've perhaps read your chapter about manifesting your dreams, can you tell me why are you so passionate about this? What got you into it? What what makes you love it? Well, for me, I, you know, I've got... um, I guess, an interest in sharing ideas and strategies um, about helping people develop uh, self-leadership, resilience, uh, which for me um, is part of what a person does when they go on that journey uh, of wanting to create success in their lives um, and to be able to manifest their dreams, whatever that might be. Um, So I I like that idea of just being able to create uh, and develop skills uh, that people can use to navigate through the challenges that they might face uh, in their life or on, or on their path of success. Uh, that you know, there's there's always possibilities if one is is open to you know different ways of of developing and uh, you know becoming their own leader. Mm-hmm. Well, was yeah. there something specific that led you down this path? Was there was there a moment that that you decided that did I want to go and help people manifest their dreams and I want to show them how to create change in their life using this change management model? And What was it for you that got you on the path? Uh, for me, it's been my own, my own life. I think as much as I have been working and helping others as well, it, I've been on my own journey. Um, I guess I see myself as somebody who 
is almost like can be an example to somebody else who's, who's starting this journey for themselves. I work on my life and the results that I create are usually sort of uh, a reflection of me using these principles in my own life. So a number of experiences that I have faced, and one of the, the um, experiences I share in my book is uh, a past relationship that uh, I thought I'd become so complacent in my life and, uh, you know, not really uh, thinking about um, my future as much, but I think the relationship gave me that opportunity to step into what I was afraid of stepping into. And this is when I really um, started to uh, spend a lot of time um, writing my goals and, um, you know, attending seminars and reading books. And I also met uh, a number of mentors through that process. And I started to really just um, think about my vision and I have seen my efforts really, um, you know, paying off uh, in time. And um, and I'm now here having uh, co-authored this book uh, as a result of that process. Mm. Now, now, you've done over 10 years uh, in clinical settings, specifically focusing that area of mental health uh, right. throughout Australia. Can yes. you tell me, for the listeners out there who are wanting to get some quick runs on the board or they, they, they want to create some change in their life or they want some assistance in manifesting their dreams, what are some of the, the, the tips you can offer them that they can start applying virtually instantaneously? One of the things that I guess I found is, um, which is one of the main strategies that I guess I share in the book, is that um, I guess looking at the characteristics of our self-leaders or people that are resilient, um, uh, people that are resilient usually assimilate um, the negative and uh, painful challenges that they have experienced in their lives um, and use those opportunities as moments for growth. Um, so I share as an exercise in the book where people can review um, and look at the, their experiences and what they believe they might have learned from their experiences, and that helps usually to balance their way of thinking other than only seeing um, the experience as something that could potentially stop them from growing, but rather they can see uh, moments of where they have uh, developed new skills as a result of being in that position um, and that they can actually move forward and be motivated to increase the results and 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 model uh, some change processes that they can transform their lives. Um, so, 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 so if I'm out there, just so I get this clear, so if I'm somebody who's listening in right now and I'm, I'm wanting to create change, you're saying I can look at my experience and then through that, the lens of the way I perceive that experience, I can actually look for tools that I've gained that I can then use now and later in life that, that, are, that are empowering. So is it kind of like I... I, I look for the value or the benefit or the learning and then I can apply that. Is that, is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Um, a lot of the times I think when we do face a negative situation, we tend to withdraw and um, we may avoid um, you know, the emotions that come with that. Um, and our thoughts may change as well. We may find ourselves thinking negatively and doubting ourselves and all of that. And a lot of time can be spent uh, in that place when a person is uh, unaware of uh, just being able to think differently about the situation, that it's their attitude uh, towards the situation 
that might help them move forward or to, you know, be stuck. So the tools are basically that we can use our minds and process information in a way that um, does help us to see a way forward um, and, and, and progress towards what's most important in our lives. Got it. So it's about really just shifting the way you perceive things and then making sure that we keep moving forward. Because so you're saying that when people experience negative experiences or have a negative moment that takes place, you yeah. found over your years of experience that one of the first things people do is they they withdraw from life. That's right. Got it. So, so if I'm right. sitting at home now and I, I say I've withdrawn from life and yeah. I'm sitting at home, I've had a, a negative ex- experience. What what's my first step out of it? What, what can you recommend that I do? Do I pick up a piece of paper? Do I meditate? What 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 do I do? So, uh, firstly, I, I would say yes. Maybe getting a journal uh, and taking a bit of time, uh, sitting by yourself, and really maybe starting to think about that experience, whatever has happened, and and writing out you know your thought processes, what happened, how you think uh, this has been. Um, affecting your life, uh, so and then thinking about some of the thoughts that you might be having. We call these unhelpful thoughts because they're the very thoughts that are keeping you in that place where you are because you're not outside living your life. So the idea is that some of the the thoughts that you might have um, might be that you, you you're not good enough or you you're not believing that you know you can't do whatever it is that you've been wanting to do. Um, and that is this kind of self-talk that basically paralyzes the person and they can't see ways forward. So the idea is that life happens and we will face challenges all the time. But the idea is that we can look for ways to see that we are also being challenged uh, to grow. And it's almost like, the challenges are the only times when we actually find that when we look back, it's only when we've actually made our lives better because it's because of that that maybe we took a different path or, you know, through maybe talking to other people, we, we picked up new information that helped us uh, to see life differently. So it's really just finding, you know, different ways of looking at the situation um, and even maybe contacting uh, like a life coach and speaking to someone about, you know, what's going on and just being able to get a different perspective on the situation. Uh, and people can actually find the value in doing that and they can uh, move and, you know, uh, get back to what's most important as well. Got it. So it's becoming a lot clearer now that, that uh, it really is about, uh, self-analysis more so than anything else and then um, through that investigation I, I guess you're saying that it's the challenges that really allow us to to grow you know that, that's the thing that lets us evolve is that is mm. that what you're saying that's right yes so for the that's listeners out there they could probably start to welcome challenge into their life because yes. that could be a thing that actually helps them get to that next stage that's right now, I know you put together this incredible website that the listeners can get on and, and start to have a look around and read a whole bunch of case studies and information. They can find out about your events and your coaching and, 
Uh, that website is personalsuccessdevelopment.com.au, so personalsuccessdevelopment.com.au. And I know you've got this incredible um, video uh, series that you've got there, and you've got a whole bunch of in- incredibly uh, free complimentary information they can get as well. For the yes. listeners out there that uh, are wanting some advice, so if you were sitting down with somebody right now and they said, Alice, you know, just, just give me the best piece of advice you could give me, I, I want to get my life on track, what, what, what's the kind of advice you'd give them? What, what would you say to them? I would say, you know, like go, go for life. Really, at the end of the day, is that people that I talk to mostly, they want to change their lives. They want to improve the quality of their lives. And you know, they might be stuck for sure. But I think it's taking the first step because it's from one step that, you know, we build momentum as we see the results that we're able to create. It's getting started. Um, so a lot of the times if we don't get out and give it a go, um, you know, you look 12 months down the line, you're still in the same place. Uh, you may be held back by fear, uh, but I would say that uh, fear is normal and it's part of our survival, but it's when fear can, you know, paralyze the way we think and that we don't allow, allow ourselves to see that we might potentially be exaggerating um, what we think might happen if we take action. Uh, but it's finding the resources that we need or learning the skills that we need um, and increasing our knowledge that places us in a better position that that way we, we even manage fear better um, and because we feel a lot more confident and we can move forward. Now, in your, in your book, you talk a lot about uh, imagery rehearsal as a way for doing a couple of things, which is overcoming beliefs and also yes. working with your fears. For someone who's never done any form of imagery rehearsal before, well, how, could you describe it to them briefly of how they could go about doing that? How could someone do some imagery rehearsal? Imagery rehearsal is a process uh, where... Um, a person uses their imagination um, to create, um, you could say, it could be a vision of uh, themselves, uh, the person that they might, they might want to become. Uh, in the book, I, I talk about an example of how I worked through my fears of public speaking. So it's actually the time that you sit by yourself quietly. Um, and, you know, it's the same way that we use our thoughts normally and and, and pictures in our minds, uh, daydreaming, for example. But this time, this process is used intentionally by us identifying that goal or identifying the identity we want to create. Um, and you basically allow yourself to relive exactly how you want uh, that outcome. So, for, for example, if it's about public speaking, it is about being able to see yourself stepping into a room and being able to give your presentation, uh, allowing that image or the movie that you're playing in your mind to be as vivid as possible. Um, we know that this process actually changes uh, the way the brain uh, sees things in that way is that it changes the neural uh, pathways that help the person to build that confidence because everything is all how we build capacity of our brains and um, that we create through our thought processes and our images. So this process is actually one of the most powerful uh, ways of being able to create a result. Got it. 
So you're saying that uh, for the listeners out there, a valuable investment of their time could be uh, what in the evenings or in the morning, or when, when's the best time that you would recommend for them to do this form of guided, uh, this imaginary rehearsal stuff? I would say the mornings, yeah. So okay, um, yeah. So I have a, a routine in my life where uh, the first thing I do before I do any activities of my day. Um, I look at my goals and what I want to probably work on that day. Um, and sometimes I, I think about some of my long-term goals as well. And I use that time to just sit quietly for about five, ten minutes um, and just almost center myself with breathing uh, and take the time to think about the goals and, uh, you know, then play the future as I want to see it, whether it's that day or whether it's, uh, you know, increasing uh, my skill on something like public speaking and things like that um, or, you know, any other goal that I might want to achieve, like writing another book. So it's just really using the time when you're sort of fresh while you're just woken up and, you know, while your mind is sort of uh, not, you know, bombarded by all the other activities of the day. Got it. So before yeah. you... Jump on the phone, check your Twitter feed, read some That's Facebook right. posts, get yeah. all the news and media entering your head. You're saying just take some quiet time at the start of the day, close your yeah. eyes, and just imagine and start to wire up those neural networks. That's right. I think that's uh, some fantastic advice. So is there, is there anything else you'd, you'd, uh, you'd love to say to our listeners or any other uh, tips or, or tricks that you could offer them before we... Uh, before we wrap it up today, anything else you'd like to share with them? Um, so I guess one of the things really is we're talking about changing the thoughts and, uh, and and practicing skills and things like that. It is It does come down to just self-belief. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, which, you know, building self-esteem, building confidence. Um, so believing in our own uh, capabilities and the skills. Um, and that it's a process over time, but I think when we put in the time, it's it's worthwhile. We actually can uh, see the results with, with with time, but it takes consistency and, uh, you know, being able to know why you're doing this and then supporting uh, the goals by taking the action steps uh, in order to, to bring all all of it to life. Got it. So really just having a rock-solid belief in yourself yeah. and then making sure that that belief translates into into action is what gets That's the right. real result. Yeah, yeah. Got it. All right, well, the, is there any final uh, words you want to leave them with or is there like an idea? I know on your website you, you talk a lot about all kinds of things and uh, I guess one of your key ideas is that you that people need to think and live creatively. Yeah. So uh, is there anything else you'd like to leave your, our listeners with before we do wrap it up? Um, so just the idea of uh, self-leadership that, you know, I define self-leadership as, uh, you know, our desire, I guess, to want to create uh, and better our lives and, you know, become the person that we, we know we're capable of becoming. Um, in that a lot of people might be hesitant and I know that a lot of people do want to change their lives and that it is a journey that a person can, can take and um, needing, having the support and 
uh, the people that can help, life coaching helps. I talk about a number of case studies of when I've worked with a number of clients uh, using some of these processes um, and some of the results that they have achieved that, um, you know, it's actually uh, possible for anyone who might be out there and listening and wanting to um, better their current situation. So, I mean, 10 years' experience in this, you've seen a lot of people, a lot of different cases, a lot of different issues. Just in your uh, quick analysis that you can do in your mind, what would you say you've found to be the most successful process for the largest majority of people? What would you say in your mind is kind of the, the current undisputed winner as a transformational tool? Which one are you leaning towards? It, to me, is um, the beliefs. Yes. Working on your uh, beliefs. Working on your beliefs. I feel that's the gateway to everything. I think that if a, a lot of the times we we when we're growing up and we we're going through life, um, you know, there's certain ideas and beliefs that we may absorb from our environment, which at the time we were not necessarily choosing them for ourselves. Um, and they become our limiting beliefs in time, in time, and they may be the same reasons why we're not feeling like we can achieve our dreams, um, even when we're adults. So it's that, to me, it's really sitting and looking back and thinking, uh, what are some of my beliefs and um, are they potentially holding me back? And knowing that beliefs, even the long-held ones, can actually be changed. Um, and taking the time to thinking consciously about what are the new beliefs that I can live by that are potentially going to help my life. And that once we change our beliefs, everything else I feel um, comes together because our beliefs are linked to how we feel. Our beliefs are linked to how we, we take action or not take action. So I think that when we do work on the beliefs, we actually affect different parts uh, of how we function as well. Um, and it's sort of that snowball effect. But, um, yeah, I found, I'll say that that's the main one that I found I go back to a lot of the time. Yeah, there's a, there's a beautiful belief change process that you've mapped out with incredible level of clarity in, in your book, uh, Elevate Your Life. So for the listeners who don't have a copy of the book, definitely do uh, track it down. I know they, they can grab it on Amazon and they can also... Uh, put in their details on your website and can connect you direct with you directly and, and they can have a read through it as well. So so it's beliefs, yeah. eh? Beliefs all the way. Beliefs all the way, yeah. All I actually right. do have a copy of the book as well and it can be purchased through the website. Yeah, yeah. So if, if people go to the website, they can actually uh, track it down and get uh, uh, Alice's version and copy of the book. It's actually right there. There's actually a tab there on a website uh, at personalsuccessdevelopment.com.au forward slash books and uh, and you can actually see it right there and purchase it right straight off the website. And uh, so, yeah, that's available to anybody who would like to have that, that copy. So, yeah. look, I just want to thank you so much. I think th- there's some really practical stuff there and if I was to sum up what I've been hearing, it's a lot about uh, getting clear on what you want, giving yourself permission to take the action, wiring up those neural networks, by using your imagination and really thinking about what you want. Uh, I think also you touched a lot about this thing called self-leadership where people take real responsibility for their life and they know Mm -hmm. they can go out there. And uh, you wrapped it up by just really saying that at the end of the day, the listeners out there who want to change their life, 
work on your belief, you know, your, your, your non-conscious rule book that's currently governing your life and yeah. do your best to change your beliefs so you start to get with what you want. Is that that's kind of what we've covered here today, Alice? That's right, yes. It's uh, a good summary of it. Um, yeah, so really I think at the end of the day it is taking that self-responsibility. Um, and as I said, it, it is it's a person who basically makes the decision of wanting to manifest their dreams and that it's following the steps, following the processes and, um, you know, and tracking their progress. And, um, you know, however time they want to sort of create that, you know, it's, it's the time they put in and it's the, the, the results would come out of that. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. All right, well, thank you so much, Alice, for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. It's a pleasure. So, as always, if you'd like to hear any more uh, about uh, this author or any of the other authors, be sure to check out elevatebooks.com forward slash author. And I really want to um, thank you once again for your time. And always remember that giving yourself permission to do what you love, that really is the key to elevating all areas of your life. Until we meet again, share your light, live your love, and do whatever it takes to be your own best friend. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Elevate Podcast, the fastest way to elevate your life. For more information, visit www.elevatebooks.com.